right, uh, today is episode number 10 here on the No BS Show. Excited to have uh, one of our great clients here, Ben, from the Ben's Bottle Shop. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have you on. And today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Ben's story, kind of where he came up uh, with uh, the idea of Ben's Bottle Shop and, you know, all the hard work it takes to to run a successful restaurant uh, here in the uh, Vancouver area. So again, with that, uh, kind of turn over to you a little bit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, as far as Ben's Bottle Shop goes, uh, it's an idea I've been working on for years. Um, Just didn't know it was going to be Ben's Bottle Shop. Yeah. Uh, I've always been into craft beer and beer from around the world. I knew I wanted to do something like that, but I just wasn't sure in what capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, I moved to Seattle, Washington in uh, 2011. Okay. And I lived in the Wallingford region, if you're familiar with Seattle at all. There's a, a bottle shop tap room there called Bottle Works. They've been okay. there for almost 25 years. So oh, nice. They're the OG. Yeah, the OG. right, absolutely. And I walked in that place, and it was like beer utopia. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty rad. Yeah. So I knew that that kind of started the the cogs turning, that, if you Got would. the wheels turning there? Uh, that was in 2011. Um, but I shelved that a little bit. I'm, I'm an right. emergency room nurse uh, okay. by education. Uh, you know, I've worked at University of Washington Medical Center um, as a charge nurse. Uh, worked at Legacy up here in Santa oh, nice. Creek. Um, you know, but I, as I've worked in that field a long time. Yeah. And then uh, when we moved to Vancouver, I was like, man, this place is void of like some really kick ass beer places. Yeah. We need something. Yeah. And so that's when I started working on the business plan. And uh-huh. eventually through that, Ben's Bottle Shop was. Was born, born, yeah. so to speak, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, started working towards opening that, and um, you know, as they say, the rest is history. Yeah, right. So, so, how long did it take you to from getting that idea, started working on the business plan, to, to pull the trigger? Was you it know, just something you just kind of dove in right away, or just kind of still kind of working on that? Obviously, well, with your current gig, and no, nah, you know, I think for, you know, it was um, conceptually, it was years in the making. Yeah, um, I think from actually being let's do this it was when uh, I worked for the Trailblazers for about a year okay um, I have a master's degree in sports leadership undergrad and uh, nursing yeah um, so I resigned from the Blazers and I was like I really didn't want to go back to nursing that's why I got a master's in sports leadership yeah and so at that point I was like alright let's do this um, that was the beginning of uh, 14 okay uh, 2014 and so I sat down, started writing a business yeah. plan, formulating a plan how I yeah. can make this monstrosity of Ben's Bottle Shop yeah. come to life. Turn it into reality, yeah. Uh, and so it was, it was that moment, that transition, went back to nursing. Meanwhile, I was working full-time on trying to figure out. So you did go back to nursing as well during I that did. time? Yeah. I did. So putting in the hours, huh? <laughs> I was working double, yeah. double duty there for sure. Um, you know, and towards the end of that development, uh, you know, I started reaching out for investors mm-hmm. so to speak uh, didn't, really didn't want any partners per se yeah just wanted some investors uh, but I reached out to my good friend Tim mm-hmm. we've known each other a long time and he said well I got some money to invest yeah I was like well how involved do you want to be yeah he's like I don't know so I sent him a logo and a business plan yeah and he's like I'm all in hey there like, you go. love to have you so now he's my 50-50 partner in the business very cool uh, that's how that kind of came to be yeah uh, so a lot of people want to know what's Ben's Bottle Shop and not 
Tim and Ben's bottle shop. Yeah. I've been in Tim's bottle shop. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. Okay. Uh, I was already developed, fully in, uh, involved. Yeah. And you know, I brought him in because I knew he'd be a great asset. No, absolutely. Um, that's kind of a, a great uh, concept, too, is when you're putting stuff together like that to be able to really find those people that can share that vision and not only just kind of be an investor, but especially if they're, you know, share that passion and that vision, it just makes it that much better out there and gives you that helping hand and everything. So um, that's uh, that's very cool and very interesting uh, with that. So with the, the planning and, and everything as far as that goes, what would you say was the, the hardest part about getting Ben's Battle Shop uh, off the ground? You know, I mean, I, I, I think the most difficult thing for any entrepreneur um, who has an idea is where you're going to get the funding for your idea. Yeah. Right? We all have a billion ideas a day. Yeah. And if That's we had the truth. unlimited pockets, you know, we'd be out doing stuff. Yeah. You know, I think being an entrepreneur is a, a rare breed because mm-hmm. you put everything in line. You know, you yeah. leave a six-figure job. Oh, yeah. They have a six-figure job, and you go pursue something that's your heart and your passion, and you do it on faith that you're going to be able to make it successful. Yeah. So, so I think the biggest challenge is how am I going to how am I going to make this money materialize? Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of money to build and a lot of work that too. Large. You know, I yeah. mean, I think one of the key things is like you said there, you were working both jobs. You know, you were back at nursing while developing the plans and getting everything up off the ground, and that takes a lot of sacrifice. And you know, I know that's. You know, one of the things that holds a lot of people back is that fear or the ability to not want to put in that extra work. And it's about doing what others aren't willing to do to be able to achieve what you really want in life or achieve what others can't or won't be able to. Um, that's a great example and testament to that. Um, that really speaks to, you know, the work ethic work ethic, and then where there's a will, there's a way. You had the, the idea, the vision, the plan and everything, and you didn't give up and you, you put in that work. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back is they'll get to the planning stage and then it's too hard or the fear or, you know, that risk is too big for them, you know, quitting the six figure, you know, job or anything like that, you know, that's takes a lot of risk and you have to have that belief in yourself, um, that that's going to work. Otherwise it's not going to, it's not going to happen for you. And that's your story. Um, you know, we mentioned before we got on there, yeah. working on a second concept called yeah. Active Northwest, uh, specialty running an outdoor store yeah um you know it's another passion of mine i'm an avid runner um but getting to that same piece is you know i'm going to put myself out there i'm going to take this risk yeah that brick and mortar retail yep and the boutique market is not dead yeah and how am i gonna how am i gonna win that market for myself and you know and make that successful you know, I uh, on that page today the only reason i say that is yeah because on my facebook page for active northwest today uh, I put a quote, I think it was KD that said it, Kevin yeah. Durant, yeah. is that hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Exactly. And that rings so true in business. You oh, know, yeah. You have people that are highly successful running other people's business. Mm-hmm. But when it's your own piece and you put it out there, it takes hard work, not just talent. Yeah, you have to have both. I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Another great sports quote. I got a great sports background myself, and that's something that we've brought a lot to Riverside is that team atmosphere or culture with the sports background is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, too. That's from Wayne Gretzky. Um, and one of the big things with that, too, just like the Kevin Durant quote is, it's a great example, too, is you have to take that shot or that, you know, that risk. You have to put yourself out there. 
um, to really have that chance to succeed. Because if you don't, you have a 0% chance of Absolutely. being successful, and your idea is never going to come to life at that point. Absolutely. So you got to take those risks and those opportunities um, because, you know, without that, you know, there's, you're just going to be working for someone else the entire time. And you're going to look back later on in life and be like, man, I wish I would have done that. You're going to live a life full of regret instead of that life of, fulfillment where you know if you fail or not at least you gave it 100 percent. you gave it you gave it your all and that's where i feel that people can really find true happiness is being able to do that absolutely so obviously with both businesses that you know the new one you're putting together and ben's bottle um i think i know from my experience one of the things that i've learned is it's always harder than you think it is so it's one of the biggest or one of the biggest obstacles you've had to overcome uh, with your experience so far that, you know, you thought it was going to be kind of easy or whatever and it ended up being like 10, 15 times harder than it was, but then you overcome it. So kind of tell, tell, or do you have any examples of that? Yeah, I, I think for me, and I think just specifically, you know, not to, I, I think preparation is the key. I think anticipating what's going to happen mm-hmm. is key. Uh, I, I didn't really have any true surprises. You yeah. Know, I, I think for me, um, you know, I thought about every contingency and laid something in place. Yeah. And if something came up, I had a contingency place plan in place to be yeah. able to overcome it. Okay. Uh, and I think uh, if you're stepping into a venture, you know, you need to, to know that. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I mean, truthfully, probably the biggest thing we had to overcome was opening with a point of sale system that didn't meet our needs. And we yeah. recognized it, you know, couldn't do the volume we wanted to do within two weeks of opening yeah and so now you're two weeks open and we have a oh, huge massive <laughs> yeah. inventory yeah that has to be put back into a system after we'd spent you know hundreds of hours in putting that data yeah. into another point of sale system mm-hmm. um, and being just making that decision being like all right we got to move on yeah so then find out where they, they making it in. quickly too and you that's know? where our relationship started yeah, absolutely. It's definitely been a pleasure, uh, you know, working with you guys and helping you guys get to that, that next level with your POS system. So thanks for the opportunity uh, for that again, and it's been great working with you. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the things, too, is, um, so obviously you talked about the business planning. Uh, it, do you go, you know, each month and look back the previous month and then kind of adjust your plan and evolve it uh, over the months and years, or kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you're always keeping um, all those things in perspective, you know, so... Last year, same month. Previous year, same month. Yep. You know, you start to build that analytical data. You know, numbers are real historical. Yeah. And they trend very readily. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then dropping down your P&L every month, breaking down each of those numbers, where's my money going? Yeah. How can I save more money? How can I put more money to the bottom line? Yeah. You know, it's keeping all those, all those pieces in. If it's two cents here or five cents there. Yeah. You know, if it's it all compounds and adds yeah, up, in a yeah. year's time, you know. So I think for us, you know, it's continually looking at those numbers. What are we doing well? What can we improve on? Um, you know, and I think in the bar restaurant industry, you know, you can look at a lot of outside interference, but at the end of the day, what are you doing to your four walls to take care of the people that are there? Yeah, that's that's key. You, mm-hmm. know, you get caught up in a lot of data, but are the people that are there? Are they going to come back? What yeah. are you doing to make sure they come back? Yeah. I think that's that's key. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the big things that, you know, obviously in business, you always hear about business planning and it's very important um, and everything to that aspect. But I think a lot of things that isn't talked about as much is that plan has to always be evolving. You have to look year over year, look at the data that you get and then constantly be improving your plan. You're never going to have like the perfect plan to start, you know, because a plan is always evolving and nothing is perfect. Uh, But that's been one of the biggest things that I know I've personally done with with my companies. And, you know, it sounds like a little bit with yourself as well well that you do is make sure that you know you review that data and then you make those adjustments to improve because if you're not getting better in business you're getting worse um, so you got to constantly be making sure you're quote-unquote trying to put yourself out of business before someone else tries to by making yourself better and the best out in your industry um, in the area so that's a it's a cool concept that I love talking about and you know it's good to see that you do that as well there yeah, no doubt um, another thing that I really liked about what you talked about there was the, the people. So obviously not only the people that come into your business, but I'm assuming your employees as well. Um, so with that, you know, what do you do to find the right employee or kind of really get them engaged to see your vision and you know, make sure that they have that, can put forth the, the excellent uh, product and service for your company? No, I mean, I, people make your business. I don't yeah. care how smart you are or I am or how good we are or what we do. If you don't have the right people working for you, it's all for naught. Yeah. Um, I think there's some luck involved. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> some of the best people luck. we have, I had no idea they were going to be that good. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny how that works. <laughs> you just don't have it. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, I, I think we've been lucky. Um, I think we have some of the best people in the business working for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people that have been with us since before day one that are still there, still thriving, still helping us grow our business and they're yeah. excited about it you know and I think you know that's a testament to the environment in which they are allowed to work yeah you know that's you know I give a lot of uh, autonomy you know I don't micromanage anything yeah let people use you know their skills that they have yeah I hire sure. them to do a job you gotta trust them trust <laughs> to them do, do a job yeah job. you know if I'm running around trying to micromanage what I hired them to do yeah then why not hire yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that's a big key is hiring the right people, trusting those people to do the job you hired mm-hmm. them for, making sure you are there to listen and to follow up on either things that are doing well or things that are not doing well. Yeah. And spending that time to know why those things are going down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, uh, I think, one of the big things, too, with that is you know making sure that it's an enjoyable place for people that want to come and work for you. You know, the, the last thing you want is to have those people that are, you know, working with you, working for you, that hate coming into work every day. You know, we always have our off days or whatnot, but you've had people there from day one. So, I mean, that's a true testament to creating an environment where people enjoy coming into work. And one of the biggest things I've learned from, you know, Mark Cuban or watching, like, The Profit or anything like that is you see so many people want to just do everything in their business, and they hire all these people, but then they don't let them do their job or use their skill sets that they have. Because what you're great at, you have everyone has weaknesses, so you need to make sure you have those people that complement your strengths and your weaknesses that make you and your company better. And the only way to do that is to trust them to do the job and get those right people. And there's definitely a little bit of luck that goes into it. I can say that firsthand as well. You know, it's been amazing seeing some of the people that we've had come here, you know, all the work and the sweat and everything that they put into it. It's, it's really cool to, to be a part of. Um, and I'm sure from the sounds of it as well, that's one of the, the things that you love too the most. So, No, definitely. You know, I think, um, you know, from that aspect, it's just, you know, if you're going to run a business and you want to grow your business, 
can be inside your business. Yeah. You stifle your growth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's any piece of advice I could give to somebody wanting to open their own business yeah. and expand and to grow is to step out yep. and hire the right people. And you may pay more in labor now, yep. but it's going to pay so much greater dividend down the road Yeah, because you can see the big picture. You know, if you're caught in the middle of the grind day in and day out, you don't see all the little stuff that needs to happen. Yeah, that's um, very true. And that would be the, the greatest piece of advice I could give uh, And that's a great piece of advice. I can honestly say that's one of the, the biggest things, uh, challenges or slash uh, things that I've been able to do and really step away with the growth that we've had is there, I remember there's been three big growth phases for us. Um, and I had to literally separate myself and not come in for a little bit period of time. I was there communicating and everything, but have them come up with the answers themselves and being able to, okay, this is a problem we're running into. Okay, how would you solve that? Come to me with the three, three solutions that you can come up with, and then we'll, you know, we'll discuss it, sit down, and figure out the best solution, right? And that's when we went from just kind of you know, five people out in the field. I was the manager kind of handling all the quotes and everything. And then we hired our first sales manager to come in, and I noticed that the reps and everybody would still call me instead of the sales manager. So I had to literally stop answering my phone when they had questions about quotes and all this and all that because I knew if I couldn't put that manager in a position to be able to make decisions themselves, there's no way that they'd have that opportunity to succeed at that job because I would get caught up in the day-to-day, not be able to focus on growing, adding that second manager, making sure the support was there to back up all the clients we were boarding on and everything from that. So really being able to step away and entrust them to make the decisions and empower them and to let the people below know that, hey, this is who you got to go to, this is how it's going to be done. And that really created that and laid that foundation that you know, empowered them and let them know that I trust them with their decision. And no matter what, what happens, I'll back you up. So if there's a mistake or anything that does happen, I got your back. We can always figure anything and everything out. It's not going to be the end of the world. Right. So I trust you and your judgment. Go for it. So that's, I mean, that's very powerful. And that's really the only way to scale. Because if you're in it day in, day out, per se, or every day in there, not looking at the big picture, it's going to be very hard to open that next location or expand to offer outside seating or, you know, open up another business like you're doing. So um, that's a phenomenal point there. Um, So for anybody else, you know, so that's a great point that you had there for scaling and growing. So for, you know, the younger people coming out, they're looking to open up a restaurant or, you know, anything like that. Is there any other advice that you would give them? Be a grinder. Yeah. You know, there's no shortage of competition out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're going to step into the game, you better bring something with you. Yeah. You know, uh, hard work ethic, better have a plan, better be yep. a clear thought. Um, you know, you got to be ready to fail, too. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with failure uh, either. You know, you got to take that risk, and if you fail, it's about how you pick yourself up from that failure and move forward from there. Uh, but you got to make sure that uh, you put forth that effort. And like you said, you got to walk the walk. You can't just talk the talk. I mean, yeah, I see so many people, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, what are you doing with it? Okay, cool. What, what is it that you're doing, right? So, I mean, it's kind of a cool buzzword right now. So unless you can back it up and grind it out, like you said, it's going to be a struggle for you. So cool, cool. So um, uh, two other questions I have for you that uh, I always like is, you know, kind of what motivates you or what drives you? You know, for me, uh, growth drives me. Yeah. Um, you know, the grind of opening a new business, um, going through the licensing, the corporate, the permitting, the construction. Yeah. The, the, that 
phase, finding how you're going to balance that budget and, yeah. and find those dollar bills to turn as little money as you can yeah. into a much grander piece of something. Yeah. That's what drives me. So you enjoy the process of watching it be built and everything? That's entrepreneur. Yeah. You can take X amount of dollars and somebody says, oh, you can't do it with that. Yep. Watch me. Yeah. Watch me do it. Yeah. And so for me, that's what drives me is that growth growth factor. You know, now that, you know, for example, Benz is up and running smooth and we got all the great people in place yeah. and my business partner's there, you know, now I'm moving on to other endeavors. You know, yep. we got the running shop we're going to open up. Um, we got another... Um, kind of high-end polished bar I'm looking at fourth quarter of this year oh nice already started laying the foundation yeah. for that um, you know so those are things lots of cool things me. in the works yeah growth is what drives me yeah absolutely and I think that's uh, you know a key trait to entrepreneurship like you said is you have to love the process and love what you do Otherwise, it's going to be a struggle because you're going to be waking up dreading into, you know, running your own business and stuff like that. But kind of same thing for me is I really love the process of building and seeing it grow from, you know, one or two people to, you know, us now. We have 150 reps and almost 100 employees and just watching the growth um, as we've grown across the country has been phenomenal. But it kind of I'm at the same point actually right now where we just launched here uh, at the first of the month uh, digital marketing agency. Um, and I'm super excited about that one because I get to actually help other businesses grow while growing that business as well. Um, that's something I've always been super passionate about is sales, marketing, and then just kind of growing and helping others grow has been something that is a true passion of mine and uh, it's something that I love. And it goes to kind of, again, that building process, like you said, it's, it's just so fun watching it go and then kind of using a little bit as fuel to the fire. You know, I've always kind of had the, the haters per se or the people tell you, no, you're not going to be able to do that. Kind of coming in with that chip on your shoulder shoulder and proving people wrong has always definitely been something that's fueled me as well. So sure. uh, sounds like a little bit uh, yourself there too with that, definitely. which is cool. Uh, but yeah, no, with that, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of tell us the, the address and everything where Ben's Bottle is and then the name of your, your new spot again. Um, and we look forward to our Merchant of the Month coming up here, uh, which is going to be Monday, uh, March 26th from 5 to 8 p.m. Absolutely, absolutely. We can find us at Ben's Bottle Shop, uh, or 8052 East Mill Plain Boulevard. Um, our new venture, Active Northwest, will be directly next door to that. We're looking at a mid-May opening. So if you run, hike, walk, work out at the gym, we got your stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Ben's Bottle Shop uh, is in a world of its own. Yeah. Uh, 700 for, to 800 beers yeah, that you have there, yeah. right? And we're uh, nominated for Best Bar and Tavern in the Columbian and also Best Tavern. So get your vote out. Absolutely. Two nominations. That's how great this guy is right here. Definitely check out his spot. I mean, look at that beard, too. That's just damn impressive, I do have to say. <laughs> uh, thanks again for having us or being on the show here, Ben. It's been a great pleasure. Um, as always, get out there. Um, hopefully this inspires some people. Uh, go for your dreams and make it a great day.